Welcome to episode five in the series of Starks Naked, where this week we are joined by Lex Griffin. Uh, Lex is, dare I say, uh, a well-known Instagram. I think I was YouTube, was I first? YouTube. I think I was YouTube first, yeah. and then Instagram, yeah. At the <laughs> Bebop moment. Bebop and all the others. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know if you I said Bebop. No, no, Bebop. <laughs> that right. was one as well, wasn't it? Bebop, that, that's no, one of the Ninja Turtles nemesis. <laughs> yeah, it is as well. Yeah, it is with Rocksteady as well. Bebop and Rocksteady. And Krang as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good start. So yeah, so Lex uh, has come down all the way from Shrewsbury, is that right? Yeah, three hours. Three hours three on hours the bike? On the motorbike, yeah. Hence why I'm all Does it take that long or is it just today's journey? Yeah, it's today's journey. Yeah. All right, yeah. yeah. Two road closures and gridlock. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, boys. A <laughs> little, little bit of off-road. <laughs> a little bit off-road. Never hurt anybody. Keeps oh, you wood on mine. I'm on a sports bike. It's not yeah. designed for that. <laughs> you should have <laughs> bought the other bike, mate. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that next time. Yeah. Um, so, Lex, you're a uh, well-known Gymshark athlete. Yeah, I was the first. Yeah, I was about to say so, you're the yeah. OG of yeah. influencers with, with Gymshark. Still printing it themselves out of um, their parents' conservatory at the time. Yeah. So how, how did that come about? Did that? So I'd left, uh, it was a, you know how everything kind of happens for a reason kind of thing. This is one of my everything for a reason. So I was fighting in MMA prior to coming to Gymshark and what happened was in my final fight with the MMA the referee screwed up the match and stopped it like for no no reason like um, so I got so annoyed the whole because it was like a, it was like a a title fight at the time in it's like a northern title thing so i was annoyed and i was the fittest i'd ever been like mm. i could fight for 20 minutes with a fresh opponent like every minute i was i was a beast <laughs> and um so, uh, so i got he ended up stopping the fight because he said my arm was in a dangerous position for too long that's like giving a goal for like hitting the post yeah something like that so and in those days as well it was like stand and bang kind of job so mm. if you could if you could hold down a submission for long enough and stop it they would stand you up even if they still had hold of it yeah, so yeah, yeah. this guy had been a kimura um, and I was sat waiting for it to waiting for the referee to stand us up, stand us up, which he did. But then when he did, he, he was like waving the fight off. And I, if you look at there's a video of me, I get up and I'm ready to go again. <laughs> and then I go out the referee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because this was eight weeks of my yeah, life, like ten, yeah, yeah. ten weeks of my life, like dedicated to this. So I got. Did so you get the ref though? Oh no! Well, it, the whole thing went exploded. Yeah. It, it, it was funny. Yeah, uh, it was. Uh, I nearly punched him. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, yeah, really. It was just so infuriating. Like when you put so much effort yeah. into one thing, and, and it basically it was like he was a new ref and he, he didn't really know what he was doing. It was a time when it was all kind of. Now it's much more professional. Obviously, it's been years. So, what happened was because of that, I was so annoyed. I'd been given an offer to go and do some fitness modelling in London. So I was like, do you know what? Fighting can suck it right now because that. And I'm going to go take this opportunity and go do that. And because of that, I then went to London. I ended up getting like a men's health cover, which, where's the camera? Which you never used, <laughs> I'd like to point. That one. That one, <laughs> which you never used. And I'd like to say, so British men's health, because I was unobtainable. That was literally why, yeah, because really. you look too lean yeah, for the cover. Yeah, yeah. You notice now when yeah, they put yeah, yeah. t-shirts yeah. on the covers, that's because they want to not scare British men away yeah. from buying the magazine, because we don't want them to possibly feel bad. Exactly, mate, yeah, that's yeah. what I was saying. <laughs> Because we don't want them to feel bad yeah. that they don't look like this man with six. What has happened oh, to know. aspiring to be better? Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> before we get on the soapbox again, um, because of, I started getting some work with that, I couldn't go back to fighting. So I was like, okay, what I'm going to do, I need a goal because if I don't have a goal, I kind of meander in my gym. Because yeah. I've gone from very, very strict fight training, yeah. like five times a week, really horrible stuff, like make you throw up every second kind of stuff. 
um, to kind of just being in the gym and doing fight circuits still. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'll I'll do a I'll did the I'll do the BNBF bodybuilding show just to give myself a goal of doing it. And so then I started because of that. I thought, well, accountability. I'll just start. I was watching Matt Ogus at the time. Shout out to Matt. Um, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to start vlogging my journey because I got really into watching Matt and his diets and everything like that, of how he was eating. I was enjoying ways. I thought, well, there's no one in Britain kind of doing that. So I started vlogging the journey. And then as a result of that, there's a video where I'm about a week out from the show and I'm lean as shit. And I was one of the first guys kind of in England to introduce macros on a media basis. So I'm a, I'm a week out from the show and I'm, I'm having a barbecue and I've got white bread, sausages and ketchup. Which, which is the, 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 the devil's yeah, yeah, yeah. prior to a yeah, show. Yeah, They're like, yeah. what are you doing? You know, and this video did really well, but I do, I'm stupidly lean. And um, Gymshark, the two owners at the time, uh, saw that video and just reached out to me because I said, hey, we're starting this yeah. uh, vest line. Do you mind if we send you out some samples and stuff? And you can see how they fit, give us some feedback. And um, it just grew from that. Literally, yeah. they sent me out some vests. We, uh, I sent back like, measurements and stuff I'd adjust on them. And, saw the, and then they came up and visited me about a month later from Birmingham because I was living up north at the time and we would just end up becoming really good mates and then yeah. they developed from there into as they grew I was kind of it was at a time where Instagram was pretty much new yeah um, and YouTube was kind of coming on that upswing and so we just kind of went together yeah it's, it's definitely been an interesting journey that they've been on especially it's, recently like they've, they've they've gone from that couple of lads like you say out of the bedroom to now multi-million pound corporation yeah. that are now global yeah yeah, no, but it has to go a certain way. So when I started, it was a very, very, um, what would you say, intimate yeah. you know, kind of relationships with them. Yeah. Now it's much more, um, yeah, as it's so global, it's much, much more of a corporate yeah. corporate thing. So there's a lot more rules and regulations and stuff we have to follow now. Yeah, Whereas back then, we just kind of did everything on a whip, <laughs> yeah. on a whip, like, we're going to go do this. Oh, yeah, we go. <laughs> now everything's much more structured yeah. and obviously, which is, which is better as well for the athletes because we're on a much more... Um, solid foundation as it were whereas back then we were all kind of living by the seat of our pants you know yeah. we were just making money on commission and yeah. or helping sell things you know now obviously we get we're able to be paid wages and be able to dedicate ourselves to creating decent content because you know we're not having to do the two jobs a day plus the video which is yeah. what i started doing i was yeah. PTing, working as a doorman and you know, at the same yeah. time <laughs> Yeah, and then videoing everything on top. Jazzy Jeff and people out there. Yeah, oh, I did the best places. <laughs> Blackburn, Burnley and Wigan. Oh, lovely. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, so yeah. everywhere around the country now, people are going, ooh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I went to Blackburn once. And I drove <laughs> down this street, and I kid you not, there must have been about 100 shoe shops all in a line. And I was like, what is this place? Oh, yeah, all, just, all knockoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah literally. Yeah. <laughs> it's an interesting place. But yeah, no, Jim Shark, I mean, I know. Well, I don't know Ben, but I've followed what, what he's been doing and, mm. uh, and, and the journey. And, and what you said there about influencers and stuff like that, we, it, it actually mimics a little bit what we're doing with the nutrition and where we're at with the nutri nutrition brand. So we've, we've got this really nice group of, of core influencers that we've called them that have come together that are actually bought into the brand. Yeah. So similar to, to what you would have been with, with Gymshark. Um, we're now at that point where I think we probably need to scale it to, to, to similar sort of heights. Um, and That's as, where it gets scary though, I think, because you get a lot of deviants starting yeah. to stick their noses in. Yeah. I know that that can be an issue with a lot of, especially like up and coming brands, as yeah. you get some kind of those sharks that come in off of the world and then don't realise a small print. Yeah. So it's, it's, a, it's, it's a great 
point to be at. Yeah, it's a tricky one. Yeah, we, we've definitely had our, our fair share over, had a, had <laughs> over the, the, the last couple the of months. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we've been very fortunate with the group that we've got at the moment. Tommy's obviously on, on the team and uh, a few other people that we know. So it's, it's actually really nice, trusted people. But yeah. at the same time, you've got to, kind of you've got to be way, a bit careful. Yeah. And influencers, they're, they're not the easiest of people to work with sometimes. What? I'm not certain I haven't worked with you yet. In your experience. Oh, in my experience. That's against everything that I've said. But the, the people no, that we've worked with. No, yeah. let's go into that actually, yeah. yeah. Because no, a lot of you, a lot of you, if you watch it, you're, some of you are assholes. I'm not going to lie about it. Like who, we, we are so privileged to be in this position. Absolutely. Like literally I get to, like, my job is doing what I enjoy. Yeah. And uh, don't get me wrong, it gets a bit grindy sometimes because you're thinking of ways of portraying it to people where it's more interesting than maybe the subject matter is and things. Yeah. But every time I get to a point where I'm a bit like, oh, I can't, I can't bother to take photos. <laughs> I take two seconds, step back and go, yeah. are you really having a moan yeah. about having to take pictures of yourself and video stuff you enjoy doing? Shut up and get back to work. Yeah. Because it's an absolute privilege. So if, any, like, if you go somewhere, if I'm invited somewhere and do something, I am polite, respectful, not always on time, but that is a genetic abnormality yeah. that is proven. It's that, that thing where you're out of sync with your yeah. circadian rhythm. Yeah, of course, yeah. Honestly, ever since I was a kid, worse. Like, you know, when you go to sleepovers as a child, yeah. tangents are my winner, by the way. Um, <laughs> you know, everyone falls asleep at like 12 o'clock. As a kid, being eight years, nine years old, I was up till 3 a.m. watching the movies. And it was normal to me. I was like, yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. asleep for? <laughs> it's because they were normal. <laughs> and I, my circadian rhythm, I figured out, has been out of sync. I, I run about two hours longer, so I have a 26 hour day. So okay. I'm constantly yeah. on a catch up on the next day. So I'm a nightmare um, for being like on time for stuff. <laughs> but but, that, you, but I, and everything else, politeness, yeah. do the job I'm there for. And the, one of the things is I get invited back places because I'm just a nice human being. Well, and the, and know, the thing is as well, hard. I mean, you, you, you responded to me. I mean, it was a, a whimsical message that I sent you. I followed you for a while, but a whimsical message that you could have easily have just left in your inbox. Now, we've had that where I've reached out to people it just doesn't get They're seen. They're seen and then nothing yeah, else. Yeah, exactly. And uh, that's fine, whatever you might be into. But, but to be fair to some of the people though, we do have this thing when you, if you are, are an Instagram as an influencer or like whatever you want to call it, I hate that word. Yeah, um, horrible word. Yeah, if you're on there as a commercial kind of aspect, you have um, inbox, primary and yeah. um, that thing, but then you have one which is like, a, 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 what do you call it? Before it goes into the inbox, like a oh, purgatory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instagram purgatory. Yeah. And you don't see any of those messages unless you deliberately go into that yeah, and then you yeah. let them through. But then yeah. once I've let you through, every time you message me, I get a notification. Yeah. But prior to that, I wouldn't have got anything. Yeah. So some people may not be rude. They just no, not exactly. Yes, yeah. we might be just. Because <laughs> bear in mind, that message will be mixed in with the thousands of, I want to lose fat and burn muscle in two weeks. How do I do it? <laughs> uh, kind me. of questions, which are just <laughs> relentless. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you, I yeah. know you get that, don't you? Yeah. Quite a lot. Yeah, it's relentless. Because Tom is obviously quite well known coach within Bristol and stuff. You must I, get that th so much. I think much. we live we live in a world now where everything's so like instant, like everything now. I want it now. I want it now. Yeah. Amazon. I want you to deliver food to my Why mouth now. I don't want to move. I want to press a button and you come and chop it up and put it in my mouth. That's our mentality. Go so as far as digesting it for me as well. Yeah, I want you to pre-chew it and I want to baby bird it into my mouth. I want Amazon baby bird special delivery in my mouth. Not but, sure how that would look. I'm not sure how that would look. Imagine Whoa. the advert. <laughs> A robot, a robot dropping it in your mouth. A, a drone drops it in to your mouth yeah, from a Nutribullet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, could um, you imagine? But that we live in that and I think, so now people don't want to be told, okay, so you want to do this and that and the other. 
all right, let's set ourselves 25 weeks. Yeah. And they're like, what? Because they've all been brought into this fad of uh, six to eight week diets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Change your body in six to eight weeks. Yeah, for six to eight weeks, you'll change it. And then you'll rebound shit back to where you were before yeah, and yeah. be unhappy again. And the problem, I think, which uh, a good thing for you guys to be focusing on, especially with the fact you've got the natural supplement yeah. things and that, is that it takes effort to create reward. Absolutely. And people don't want to see or hear that anymore. It's uh, one of those, they want a quick fix, now, now, now. Yeah. And that's a battle I think that we're against in today's market. Because fitness has never been bigger, but it's also never been more convoluted and full of shysters. It's got worse in the last three months. The, the amount of oh, the online coaches that have qualified as a personal trainer, and now they're an online trainer, but they've never worked one-to-one -one with anybody, so. But even even before that, like <coughs> going back to like uh, when bodybuilding first was coming through and stuff like that, you still had professionals in, in big inverted commas training, especially guys training women for the bikini, and they would start. They would have them doing a thousand calories yeah. cardio and only have them on a nine hundred calorie diet. So they were purging mm. anything. They were becoming um, so messed up hormonally that they stopped even having any Cycles. form of period or yeah. cycle like that and and when you see a lot of these girls from four or five years ago now are just fat <laughs> and out of shape and hate their yeah. life because those coaches ruined them their metabolism dropped out out and just disappeared they've never been able to rebuild it because they had no no knowledge they were given no yeah, knowledge yeah, i think yeah. it's so important as a coach and what you guys do as well is give nutritional knowledge yeah. you're doing this 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 and this because of this this and this yeah. in a lot of a lot of people like to keep the clients in the dark so that they are tied to them because if, if you give them the reasons of how they're doing what, what they're doing and why yeah. then they can possibly go and do it themselves and that's what they don't want and that's the issue that we face is people just just keep your people on the line for money yeah. and that's it i'd rather somebody comes to me um learn something over a, a 12 to 20 week yeah. period and i never see them again because they, they're good at what they're doing yeah that's, no, absolutely. I that's well, I, I know from, from obviously working here, and I've been coached by Tommy for probably the best part of five years now, and the things that you've left with me have made me better in terms of my fitness. I mean, I'm not in the best condition at the moment, but I'm going to get back to it because I know I was at that point anyway. Yeah, well, you've just set yourself that external goal, haven't you? Exactly. Yeah. Chris Bailey knocking on your door in 15 yeah, weeks. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> God help me. <laughs> yeah. I honestly don't think doing a show is the best goal to lose weight. It's no. I, I think it's too extreme and I think you'll, um, by the time you get to the end of it, you are so kind of exhausted mentally yeah. that you end up just knocking it all on the head again and going backwards. I think your best thing is to just get to have a goal of being happy at what you see in the mirror. Exactly. Then yeah. when you're at that stage, then yeah. decide to do something a bit more extreme. Exactly. But until you get to there, d don't think. think about all these things because it's too much pressure. Yeah. You're putting yourselves on timescales that are probably gonna, you're not gonna be able to adhere to. You're gonna mm. start trying to cheat things as you get along because it's getting a bit close, getting too close. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't stress. think it's a, and the mental side of it. This, anything you pick up, it has to be, right, can I do this for the foreseeable future? And yeah. if you can't, don't do it. I think do it, really don't put yourself like, through yeah, it. In terms of, if I were to recommend anyone to do anything, it would be get off a treadmill and go to a boxing class or a tire boxing class, even a, what's that one where they do the boxing, but it's not, and they're all in a big room, just Box kicking. Fit. Box oh, fit, yeah, something yeah, like that, yeah. 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 yeah, Get off the treadmills, they will kill your soul. And plus, if you do the boxing, fighting, any kind of fighting, and bear in mind, you're not gonna go up and get beat up when you go to these places. No, of course they're, not. They're very, they're like a family, these yeah. things, and they're all there. The better people want the people learning 
to get better. It's like, it's, yeah. they get a little bit of a thrill from seeing people improve. Yeah. So don't be afraid of going there. They're happy to take you, otherwise they wouldn't have open classes. I only ever did it once, and there's a, a local boxing club called Imperial in Bristol. They're quite a well-known boxing yeah. club. And I was burning up my ass in the, like, in the yeah, first 10 minutes. Yeah, it yeah. was horrible. Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> you will pro- yeah. Yeah. There's no, yeah, it's not going to be easy. No, you're going to go de- there, definitely you're going to be, be dead after 10 minutes, and the rest of the 40 minutes of the yeah. session, you will just have to fake it <laughs> until you get to the end. But fake eventually, it you make it. <laughs> eventually, you'll start to get better and better, and eventually you'll start to flow. And when you feel that flow, oh my God, yeah. it's amazing. It's the best thing. I remember when I was properly able to fight, and I remember the first time I was able to like slip, move, and change angles, and I landed something that, like, to me was brand new and was so good that I got so excited I forgot to defend and I got punched <laughs> in the face again. <laughs> yeah. I've done like a slip, roll, punch, yeah. kick, and I was like, <laughs> 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 I was like, oh yeah, we're still in the fight. Yeah. But um, it's, it's honestly, it's one of the best, and especially afterwards when you're on the floor in a puddle of your own sweat and sorrow, and the trainer walks over to you and goes, yeah. "It's a good session, that Lex. Well done." <laughs> and you're just like, "Really? <laughs> I felt like it was rubbish." No, you did bloody well there, yeah. and it honestly leaves you on a massive high. Yeah. And then going to the gym, honestly, after that, is so easy and enjoyable as well. Yeah. Plus, fight fitness, all that functional stuff, especially if you're—you uh, were talking about mobility before we started this and things like that. A lot of people don't teach anything like that. Yeah. So if you can get people moving at different angles and more functional, doing things that the body's designed to do, yeah. you're going to develop better muscle. It's going to last longer, and you're going to stay fitter for longer as well because it doesn't deteriorate so quick which is a big problem with just weightlifting, yeah. especially for women, because you don't have to, women don't have the testosterone that men do. No. We kind of get lucky, we can hold on to it probably a month and get away with it. Yeah. But women, because they don't have the support of those hormones, they work so hard to get such a shape and then within a month it can go so yeah. quick because yeah. the estrogen takes over. Yeah, no, it's interesting. With the mobility side, we're, we're very much focused on that here. Like yeah. Tommy said, that it's a big part of our, our, our DNA in the gym. Yeah. Where we roll out. Well, it's 10 minutes before the set, before we kind of kick yeah. off with any yeah. resistance and then it's usually planned around what we're going to be doing as well. Then we have mobility sessions on that are specific 45 minutes. You come in and you go through various kind of modalities. We do a bit of movement training on the floor, yeah. um, like static hold training and stuff like that. It's um, a, it is a very, very important thing that I think everyone's neglected. I've been, I did like four stretches in 10 years. <laughs> for so long because if you're kind of sporty you kind of get away with it don't you just crack on and get in because yeah. I'm so ready to just bark go train yeah, yeah, yeah. I always forgot to kind of but the fight thing is another great thing about the fight schools they will put you through a full warm up before you even throw anything yeah, yeah. so that is another good thing and then you really learn how yeah. you don't bend <laughs> yeah, and how you really need to yeah, yeah. so yeah uh, it's, it's one of those where I think there's so much at the, at the moment like you said with lockdown that we need to kind of just pull people back rein them in a little bit and yeah and help, help them on their way. Because I, I know you've off. been doing a lot of stuff on how to come back to, to lo- yeah, from so lockdown. Yeah, so I'm you? filming a seven day, I'm calling it a se- I'm gonna clickbait it as a seven day rebuild. <laughs> There's some nonsense that YouTube yeah. makes us have to do now yeah, to yeah. just, it, so they'll show it to you. It's not even, they've made it worse. Like they, YouTube got criticized a long time for clickbait, people clickbait videos. Yeah, yeah. And so what they did was they went from not, they stopped it being just views which proliferated the video so a video, video would have like a hundred thousand views they'd show you that over one that had ten thousand views because that had the more views so yeah. they flipped it to to um pr- process more retention so yeah. if a video retained more people then um it would show those videos but that just made people clickbait titles more to get to try and get people in to hold the hold their attention a little bit more so they, they delay the beginning of the video and, yeah, yeah. and people so it actually created more of a clickbait culture yeah, yeah. than was originally but there before so now what we have to do for instagram for youtube to even show 
which because you know if you're subscribed to me on YouTube, you don't get notified of my uploads anymore unless you choose from a double drop down yeah, menu bell, to yeah. be notified, yeah, yeah. which is ridiculous. No, we're in a society where if it's more than one click away, people aren't doing it, and so YouTube have killed channels like from most of my views now are 80% people who are not subscribed, really, which is insane. That's mad. I have nearly a million subscribers, yeah, and 80% on my big videos are people who are not subscribed, really, right. yeah, because. And other people, I That's sometimes get people messaging me going, are you still on YouTube? <laughs> Dude, that was at a point where I was doing three videos a week. Yeah, yeah. And they just weren't seeing it. And other people messaging me saying they've been unsubscribed. But it's really? madness. Yeah. So it's, it's That's hard really work. interesting. So at the moment, so I'm trying to create something that's going to go more general. So I thought, okay, we'll do a seven day rebuild is what I'll name it. Yeah. But it's a very honest video. So it's about saying, look, I haven't trained properly for, it would have been two months prior to starting. I want to show you how muscle memory, glycogen retention, and, and really exists yeah. and how different I can look from now to seven days and then what we're going to do after that seven days is carry it on right through because we, you know my shoulder's fixing up now I can box yeah. again I can I can press whereas before I couldn't do any of that so the idea is pull people in with this seven days show them how the body can switch so quickly back into what it can do so if you've stopped doing something you loved it don't worry get back into it your body will remember yeah but it's also covering how I've structured the diet coming back in so it's like how I'm following macros how I'm timing it around the, the food uh, time of three around the training and then we'll carry it on after seven days as a more vlog style thing as to yeah. how far we can push it whether that ends up going to like maybe doing a physique show at some point just not for me because i actually couldn't do anything worse to show the just process to show people yeah. the process yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the idea was to have a boxing match until um my shoulder packed in um i was i was signed up for one. Oh, right. yeah i was signed up for one um ended up not being able to do that because the, the gymshark held a big pop-up expo thing yeah, on the London, exact yeah. weekend yeah, I was supposed to have the thing and I had to because I had to cancel it which was super annoying but in hindsight my arm might have fallen off so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it probably did me did me well and obviously it was, it was way better being at the, yeah. the pop-up than it would have been at some rinky yeah, dink getting punched yeah. in the face <laughs> uh, but yes yeah, so I think I'll be challenging myself to do a couple of things um, either it'll be a show or it'll be a boxing or it'll be both whatever yeah. the body can hold up to but at the same time well, yeah, the, the goal <laughs> was that, yeah, yeah. Was, to, was to diet into a show, do a show, come out of it. Do and a then show do, in a boxing Then do boxing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go into the boxing, just one seal would stand up. Pose the point. And just dodge with poses. Like. <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah. Oh, but, so, yeah, I'll see. Like, I want to sh what, the idea was to show people that you could do more than one thing and yeah. achieve, you know, you could be more than a bodybuilder. If you want to look great, you don't yeah. have to just yeah. be this. Yeah. That was the idea. Yeah. Um, and so. then you, you've also done your um, the vacuums. Yeah, vacuums. What you've a big been, thing. So, yeah. so Tommy actually put me onto vacuums, probably best part about a year yeah. ago when I was in the run up to it. Every day I put one up. And very much I put up every day in the yeah. morning. I wake up, show people I'm doing a vacuum. Every day I get ten to twenty messages. What is this? <laughs> every day. What is this? I've been doing it for weeks and weeks, months maybe. What is this? I've done two videos on it. What's this? And so people do not know like yeah. what you're doing at all. They just think it's like uh, a novelty. And like, but abs are more than the six pack, yeah, eight yeah. pack. You know, it's internal core training. And yeah. for me, it's been massive in not just helping like bring my waist tighter because you hold yourself better, but posturally it's improved me. Yeah. So I'm much more aware of when I let my stomach go now oh, and I can feel it. Yeah. So now I'm constantly pulling myself up, which in turn is making me lift my chest, which in turn is making me pull my ribcage down. So I'm less duck butting, which is improving my yeah. pelvic tilt. Interesting. All linked. And I suppose that links into obviously what you were saying to me about Eugene, the coach and, and his methods. Are they, would they be any different, do you think? Or? No, it'd be the same principles. Yeah. I, I actually haven't seen your, your, your vacuum video, but 
Um, yeah. I can't remember who was actually coaching through it, but um, he was saying not to hold it, but to contract, yeah. then push out, contract whilst holding your breath for the whole time. Yeah, no, I can't do that yet. Yeah. I'd fall over. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hard. So he was, at, he was actually sat down, hands on his knees whilst doing it. He's an yeah. interesting guy though, isn't he? But Eugene, yeah. yeah, very. The thing with vacuums is some people are genetically predetermined to be able to just do them. Like, instant, like I used to have a friend that could do that. He could pull it in, he could then push them just to the middle and make like an elephant's yeah, trunk yeah, yeah. and then split them. He could do all this, he just could control it. Yeah, which yeah, is massively like just a, a genetic predisposition. I can't do that. No, so no, I've had um, to teach myself. Romain Lansford can do that. <coughs> yeah, Romain's got, got a crazy yeah, vacuum. His yeah, vacuum's madness. That's, and he can just, he said, he, Romain said he's been always been able to do it ever since he was a, a wee boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, if you can't do it, it's really hard. Yeah, it if you can do it, then yeah, like, like what you're saying, how far further can you go with it? Um, but if you can do it, I bet people who can do it have all got great postures. Yeah. I bet they have. Whereas I suppose it also like, strengthens the, the, the back as well. Uh, to it, a point. Well, if you gain control of the whole trunk area, yeah. if you've got more awareness of it, then yeah. Absolutely. It makes you engage your glutes more yeah. if you're yeah. pulling your trunk. So what happens is, is if you're lazy with your stomach, like I was lazy with my lower abs, you, you end up overcompensating. Um, so instead of your abs taking yeah. taking the, the load, your hips end up tilting forward so that your back, lower back ends up contracting to take the load yeah. and a bit like hip flexors all tightened up and everything there because here is doing nothing, yeah, the right. lower abs. So the moment you pull these in, that can allow your hips to come back through because no longer do they have to take yeah, the load. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just so linked. Like you can have a bad shoulder, it's down to your knee not being right. <laughs> oh, I know, it's, it's crazy. Which that. Is, it's mad. Yeah. But this is why it's uh, so much more than just kind of getting in the gym and lifting weights. There's, if you want it for long term, this is the thing. Everything's longer than eight weeks. Everything, you've got to think lifetime. So what, yeah. right, yeah. if something hurts, it, doesn't, it shouldn't be hurting me. Do something. Why? Find out why, <laughs> hunt it what? down and fix it. Uh, yeah. But and I was trying to say this, like it's great to be critical of yourself, but positively critical. So don't always look at yourself going, I hate this, that's so, oh, that's rubbish. That's a, no, okay, let's look at what have you done? Yeah. What have you done that's good? And also, what do you need to fix? Because if you can find something that needs fixing and, it, and, and you find there is something wrong, mm. it's not bad, that's fucking brilliant. Yeah. Why? Because if you fix it, you can get results instantly. It's gonna be, yeah. You can get such great results so quickly because that area has been neglected for so long. Yeah. So finding something wrong is a good thing. Well, I think for being, being in the business that we're in, re-engineering things is such a big thing. Yes. Taking it back, stripping it all away. I know you do that and the other coaches here do that, when yeah. they take it back, take it all away, let's say pinpoint those places that need, need fixing. Yeah, and some people who say, oh, I can't squat, and you break it all the way back, it's because they're like right ankle's bad. Yeah. And that's why, so no matter how hard they try to keep squatting, keep squatting, they were never gonna be able to do it because the mechanics are wrong. Yeah. The body's not firing as yeah. it should do. It's a, it's a mad system, but we're more, we're more complex than four compound movements and isolation work. Yeah. And I think if you, if you bear that in mind and you go into something and you wanna look good, and you wanna literally change your life, Start looking at the basics first and build from there. It's massively important. Yeah, it's, um, yeah. basics are always key, aren't they? Massive, Foundations yeah. of everything. Everything. Just stop yeah. thinking eight weeks and start thinking a year. Interesting, break it down like that. Yeah, I mean, it's true though, isn't it? Like if you, I mean, you're at a very solid stage of physical adaptation. <laughs> <Just> yeah? Solid. <laughs> yeah. And if you wanted to do something that was significant, you'd surely set yourself at least a six month time, my minimum. Yeah, exactly. And you're at a higher level of sporting achievement, you know? So if you're somebody who's coming out from just being at a desk job, not really doing anything sporty for ages, and you set yourself eight weeks, yeah. of course you're not going to do it. No. No, it's not going to, it's not achievable. Not without some kind of craziness that's not a long-term solution. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think time frames, time frames are massive. Yeah, I, I, I always tend to, to work with clients if they have got a, a, a suggested time frame of a holiday. 
I'll always put another deadline beyond that to where we can get them back into a, yeah. a kind of maintenance phase where you yeah. don't go off the rails and that's it isn't it it's yeah. that thing of stopping just the drop off yeah. after all oh, right I've done that now and then it, it just that's it yeah. a week on your ass like we found out in lockdown how lazy do you get very quickly very lazy very quickly yeah. very easy to get demotivated very, yeah very it is especially with with home comforts of going in just sitting down watching tv yeah. all that sort of and stuff and then you create this I mean, it's all routine, isn't it? So before yeah. your routine was this time you go out, you go to the gym, you do this. The moment that routine's lost and that routine becomes this time I sit on the sofa and watch that show, <laughs> that very quickly becomes your new routine. Yeah. And that's what happens to a lot of people. Um, and the same same thing like mentally. Like I, I tried the mental thing, especially at the moment. Um, one of the big things I've seen, this is going a bit, not sad, but... A bit deep. A little bit, yeah. yeah. From doing the expos. So I've done them. Obviously, we've kind of stopped doing them now because I kind of lost their luster a lot. But we yeah. obviously were at every single expo in the previous five years. We would be doing like four or five a year, so we were all over the world. <clears throat> and in the last two years, the amount of young men who have come up to be in the queues of, you know, and you, I, I will always try and have a chat with people. I do, I hate doing click a photo and see you later. Yeah, right. I'll spend at least minimum, like five minutes at yeah, least. Yeah, yeah. Even if it's, I will stay there an extra two hours after yeah. basically shut, I don't care to speak and talk to everyone. And because of that, you get people coming and tell you, young men especially, about how they've got through depression. At 20, 22 years old, yeah, that's young. And, yeah. and I mean like, want to kill themselves depression. And we heard nothing about this in the previous four years. In the last kind of two years, guys have started becoming much more kind of open about the fact they've been struggling mentally yeah. and stuff like that. And I think one of the big things I try and get across is, it takes energy to be happy. And people Absolutely, don't understand yeah. that. Yeah, think, a lot of energy. Well, people think it's, yeah. think it's wrong that it's, it takes them energy to be happy. So they feel like, oh, there's something wrong with me because it's taken me a lot to be happy. That's normal. Mm. People yeah, need to be told absolutely. that is normal. Mm. It takes so much energy well, to get up and be motivated. And I think the, the position that, that you're in and us to a smaller kind of um, position, that seeing people like you in, in a position where you could potentially have a, an influence on somebody like that. Yeah, well, that's it. You, you do you, uh, even like your clients that you have in here coming to the gym even, even those people that you see that come in you might not know them every day but your gym your place this might be their one thing that keeps them going yeah you know and yeah. lockdown might have affected a lot of people in that that way mentally probably struggling because of it because i suffered mentally during lockdown i didn't realize how well ruining can you still hear me is that yeah, ruined yeah, pop that back on <laughs> There you go. You know me well, no? That's sexual harassment. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, <laughs> do me. <laughs> touch me, came too close. <laughs> that wasn't in the contract. Uh, there was a contract? <laughs> <laughs> like, um, yeah, during the, I realised how much training keeps me a happy person. Yeah. Because after about two weeks of not being able to go to the gym, I became really moody. Yeah. Really down. Yeah. I barely want to get out of bed one one day. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, but I'm very good at catching myself when I get like that. Yeah. So and I, I was like, oh, okay, it's yeah. we need to do something now. So get out and go do, get yourself up. Yeah, I'm very much the same. Where I came from a commercial background before I, I came here. Yeah. Uh, and and I was the same. I would have to have my routine of coming to the gym, which would set me in the best frame of mind to take the day. Then I was in a lot of stresses, a lot of travelling and things like that. So the gym was for me that hour. We could put your headphones on. And it's gone. Yeah. You can forget about it. And then, it actually, something that you said then about, uh, obviously, uh, lads, 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 all the lads, yeah. don't talk about it enough. I no. mean, I'm probably one of the people that doesn't talk about it enough. I just get on and deal with it. But yeah. a lot of people, and it happened on the last retreat that we had last year, the very last one before they all got cancelled. Um, Adam Clayton, who's one of our um, friends from the gym, he's, he's actually a mind mentor, I think it is now. So he, a mind mentor? Yeah, so he works for the charity Mind. 
He's not like some sort of magician, was it? Angel. (laughs) You're mine. (laughs) Um, So he actually took all the guys away that were on the retreat into a circle and spoke about it. Yeah. all this sort of stuff and and a lot of the guys there one of the coaches obviously was one pretty he's a pretty full-on guy he obviously spoke with it and, and found it very very helpful yeah. so we don't do enough of that no uh, i don't think we do and we no. we're planning on introducing that into the gym as well to to try and get lads into a position where they can talk about it in yeah. an open um into a position where you're not judged or anything and like I that i think being more of like an I want to say intimate gym, I feel like yeah. here you have a much more personal yeah. relationship with your clients that yeah, come into the space yeah, rather yeah. than a commercial gym would just be kind of faceless. Yeah. You're in that kind of position to be able to put on a group thing saying, listen, we're going to have uh, you know, a night here from, from seven till nine. Yeah. We're going to have coffees, a bit of food, and we're just going to sit and chat yeah. about anyone's having any, any, you know, whatever you want to talk about. And I've seen a few places like this. Yeah. Um, it was in Australia they were doing it. And they were literally sent out an email and they just have everyone around, but they did it Australian way. So they had, they had it in the daytime with beer. But it was like beers with the lads. And it was just yeah. to get people together and, and, and make people feel part of something. Give, the, give them a, almost a team to be a part yeah. of and give them yeah. that. And I think it's a really, really good idea, especially in the world where we're now social media, everyone's just stuck faces in the yeah. phones. Everything's like a message rather than a face-to-face interaction. The, the face-to-face is important. Like I, I live, I've got, a mum, three sisters, you know what I mean? I, there's no blokes in my family like mm. to, for me to bounce off. So I have to go, I have to, there'll be days where I'll go, I haven't, I, this is sound weird, I haven't seen a man. <laughs> I, haven't seen, I haven't seen another man in about four days. I need to have some man time. Yeah. You know, because yeah. I start to feel it. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because men and women think so differently. Like we're, we're so, we're so less kind of, I don't know what's deep when we're together, yeah. aren't we? Yeah. But it's a release for us. So like when I come back from, from my mate's house, people like, They'll be like, uh, so how's, how's such and such? I'm like, yeah, he's fine. How's he do with this? How's he do with that? I'm like, uh, I, 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 I don't know. Yeah, I did ask. You've been there for 48 hours. What did you talk about? Um, the motorbikes yeah. went on a ride yeah. and we decided that a tiger would definitely beat a bear yeah. in a fight. Like, and, and I come back happy from knowing yeah. that. But if there's ever a problem when they're good friends, yeah. they will say, Look, this is happening. You're and we'll okay. sit and talk about yeah. it. But then afterwards, we'll go and, you know, do something fun, like trip a child in the street. Whatever, it is. whatever makes you laugh. Someone on rollerblades, chuck a stick. Yeah. Kitten in the bin and kick a kid. Yeah. <laughs> well, being lads then, we had a, a conversation just before. Oh, yeah. What do you reckon would win in a fight right, yeah. between 100 gorilla-sized seagulls yeah. Or one gorilla-sized seagull. Did I get that right? No, no. no. That's completely... You got that. You've just made no, 100 we... massive gorillas and one tiny one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going with well, the, the question <laughs> was, what would you rather fight? 100 gorilla-sized seagulls. A gorilla-sized seagull or 100 seagull-sized gorillas. gorillas. Uh, yeah, I got that bit wrong, yeah. A gorilla-sized seagull. <laughs> what would you rather fight? So a massive seagull or loads of little gorillas. Do I have any weapons? <laughs> I thought you were a weapon, you're training. Yeah. Can, can I wear steel toe cap boots? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Wearing them, give you I'll, fight, I'll fight the hundred little gorilla <laughs> things then. Yeah, I'll just be booting them. Seagulls are savage. Yeah, we, yeah. we see them on a daily chewing bits of birds would, up out here. You get one bite and yeah. you, it's basically you'd be T Rexed. Yeah. <laughs> you'd be T Rexed. Yeah. So I'm taking on the little gorillas. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's my one. <laughs> that was a good one, though. Good I've one. got one for you. Yeah, go on no, then. I can't. Actually. It's a podcast. I can't. can't. I'll do it after. Okay. It's an explicit podcast, so you should be all right. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Right. Oh, he's in. Okay. So, but you have to imagine it, right? Really visualise. So, are we all? Are we all still happy that Angelina Jolie's hot? 
Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Change the, yeah, yeah, change yeah. the person. No, no? Angelina okay, Jolie. Okay, so probably old enough to be Cam's mum. Yeah, it's only because I was told this when I was younger, so it's always just been Angelina Jolie. <laughs> but obviously, she's like, so Angelina Jolie in a heyday, hot. Okay, Tomb Raider days. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm there. Okay, so you have to choose which one you would like to make intimate time with. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right? It's Angelina Jolie, all, all fine and that, but one massive Resident Evil style gimpy arm. Right. Like, and she touches you with it all the time, strokes your face. Strong hand. Like, yeah, it's just, yeah, but take my good hand. <laughs> but it's like all gnarly and it's like, yeah. it strokes you all the time. It's constantly gripping you. You can't pin it, you can't cover it. It's there the whole time stroking you. Just put that, a blanket on it. Okay, or Angelina Jolie, it's her, but inside she's a goat. So it's Angelina Jolie, but she's every time she makes that. Yeah, I was going to say she's eating hay. And she wants to be a goat. You got, you got to pick. Yeah, I was about to say, does she have a voice of? Uh, no, it's of a, a goat, goat voice. We straight in the middle of the two, to be honest. Put it in the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the whole thing. Yeah. I'll probably enter that. You're doing the goat. I'd probably, I'll probably do the goat. <laughs> the I'm not having no game. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I'm not having that. How tough is it though? Yeah. <laughs> you are with a goat one. Because... <laughs> What did you, you choose? Yeah, what did you choose? I, I kind of went, I went, I went gimpy arm. Gimpy yeah. arm goat. Because you could talk to her at least still and <laughs> yeah, get a bit. Yeah. Whereas the goat. Get a bit of sense out of it. You should go Although, as a goat, she, she might poo on you. <laughs> but goats you might are pretty flat, funny. Though. Goats are pretty funny. I wouldn't want to mate with one to be yeah, fair. Yeah, just think about it. You're doing yeah. a goat. It yeah. just looks like Angela and Jolie. <laughs> yeah, think about it. Don't try and justify it. I'm We're at least still doing a human here. You're doing the goat. Wait, you said she looked like it. It's still a goat, it just looks like Angelina Jolie though. But All inside, right, maybe I'm it's a goat. Then. Maybe I'm changing. So I don't want no goat, <laughs> goat issues. <laughs> I say coronavirus was cut. Cool, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, it would be the Jolie virus. Yeah. <laughs> it's like COVID-20. How did it happen? <laughs> Funny story. Well, yeah. We materialised a really bad subject, man. <laughs> Well, I guess on that note, did you pick? <laughs> yeah, did I did. Pick? Yeah, I'd go gimpy, gimpy arm. Yeah. yeah. So we got what, two gimpy arms and a goat. Well, well it's good to that's be the different. title of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> two, two gimpy arms Nailed and it. a goat. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's going to be Lex Griffin. Well, I should buy intro eight, but well, I guess but on that note, yeah, that'll do on that note. So, uh, so appreciate you coming down. No, thank you very much. Appreciate for the time. Me. Thank you very much. It's been been Absolutely. a pleasure. Always welcome. Oh, we're going to try and have a.